Hello again, friends. Good morning to everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team. Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia are in studio. We'll be joined by Jackson Hyde. We'll sit here from Brad Stevens and Nick Sullivan a little later on this morning. And on today's show, we'll visit with the Cass High School basketball coaches, Byron Taylor and Burt Jackson, in the opening hour. Then we'll update your local winter sports and touch on really what I've called a hodgepodge of topics with the Bartow Sports Zone team, including a little NBA, some Major League Baseball, Winter Olympics, and, of course, Super Bowl 56, which is coming up on Sunday. So we hope you'll stick around the next couple of hours. We're glad you've joined us. And we remind you that our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher or your favorite listening device. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All-Star Roofing, and Three-Way Campers. Well, let's get today's show started and welcome in our opening guest of the day, the Cass Boys Basketball Head Coach. Coach Byron Taylor. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. How we doing? Oh, doing very well. Glad you could join us. Welcome back to the Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. I also want to say good morning to Jackson Hyde, who has joined us on the Zoom connection. Good morning, Jackson. Good morning, coaches. Coach Wilson, Coach Taylor, good morning. Thank you very much. Glad to have you here with us. And, of course, Alan and Mike back in the studio waving at us uh, as we see them on the Zoom connection. Coach Taylor, 8-15 and 15 overall on the year, 2-7 and seven in Region 7-5A. Uh, the Colonels are fresh off Tuesday night's loss at Blessed Trinity. Uh, the Titans are one of what I called last week on the show, the big three in your region along with uh, Calhoun and Hiram. Take us through uh, Tuesday night's game. Tell us what some of the issues were that you had uh, with the Titans. So Tuesday night, we actually started a new starting lineup. Um, we, we had two young freshmen starting the backcourt. Uh, so I was really excited to kind of see those guys play, the, the Baldwin brothers, Caden and, and Scott. Um, I thought they did a really good job just you know, defending and really speeding the game up. Uh, but as far as blessed Trinity, uh, they have their big guy inside who's just a beast, uh, big 6'8 guy. You know, he's a junior, uh, can shoot it from three, can handle the ball and really make plays for, for him and his teammates. And they do a really, really good job as a team with just shooting the ball. Um, and, and then they just really did a great job of offensive rebounds. They really had trouble just boxing those guys out and just with their length and athleticism as a team. Yeah, Brigham Rogers is that uh, young man's name. He's a really good player. I've seen him uh, two or three times on the road this year. Uh, a quality lineup and, and and a team that's got some size. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coach, you've dropped three in a row since winning back-to-back games over Woodland and Cartersville. How do you get back into form going into tonight against Woodland and Monday up in Calhoun against Cartersville when you open the playoffs? So, obviously, senior night. Um, so, you know, we definitely want to send our seniors out on a, you know, on a high note. We're, we're excited for those guys. We're, you know, grateful for everything they've done, even before I even got here. You know, just for the hard work they put in these four years. And uh, we just want to go out and see if we can win one for those guys, try to uh, really go into the region tournament, uh, you know, try to be hot. Uh, I think we continue, even though we're on a three-game skid, continue to play hard and really compete it. Uh, you know, I, I thought if we had a chance against Blessed Trinity uh, to really either lay down or fight. And, and I was really pleased that we showed a lot of fight during that game. Uh, Coach, Coach know, Taylor, kind of hang on to those thoughts. We're up on a break. We'll come back to that when we return to yes, Bartow Sports Zone. 
Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. You've known Styles Auto Care as your collision repair specialist in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965. But did you know they're also a Napa Auto Care Center? Whether you need AC service, brake work, transmission service, or just routine maintenance like an oil change, alignment, or tire rotation, filters, wipers, and more, Styles is the place for your vehicle. Styles Auto Care, your local Napa Auto Care Center, 1261 West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first line of defense. When storms or just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof, gutters, deck, or other outside structure, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658, visit us at 30 East Main Street in Cartersville, or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to The Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. We're visiting with Coach Byron Taylor, the Cass High School boys basketball coach. Coach, I apologize. We kind of had to break into your response a moment ago, talking about uh, how your team – Trying to bounce back from a three-game losing streak after winning a couple in a row over Woodland and Cartersville, I'd ask you how you get back into that uh, that men- mental set going into tonight in your home finale against Woodland. Absolutely. So, um, you know, obviously senior night tonight, last home game for those seniors, and we definitely want to send those guys out on a high note. Um, so the plan is just to play as hard as we can for as long as we can, and and uh, we really, really want to try to get back to our winning ways right before the region tournament, try to go into the region tournament and be as hot as possible trying to play the best basketball that we can. Jackson Hyde, I know you were at the game Tuesday night. Uh, yes, it, Coach, I was uh, really impressed. Uh, you got down there in the second half, double digits, uh, fought back and had a chance to tie the game there at the end. We get one of those threes to fall, actually had a couple rebounds and got a couple opportunities. Um, do you, do you build on that momentum from your, your almost comeback win there on Tuesday night? Do you try to build on that coming into tonight? So I I think, you know, because we have a very young team, we're still learning how to play, learning how to win. And at any time you can be in those games, um, you know, especially at the end, that's all you can ask for as a coach, you know, to have a team that's just continue to compete, uh, continue just to fight to the end. Um, you know, we kind of put ourselves in a hole in that third quarter. We gave up 25 points, and that, that really uh, put us down double figures uh, after going in at halftime, being up. Uh, but you know what? We, we continue to fight. Uh, we got back into the game, which, which I'm really, really excited about. Uh, you know, it shows these guys are still fighting, and these guys still have some pride, and they're not looking at our record, uh, per se, even though we don't have as many wins as we would like. You know, I still feel like we're still getting better and, and competing and and still just trying to be the best team that we can be. Coach Jelani Hames, uh, he's a junior, Sokovi White, Jaden Foster, Devin Henderson, sophomores. And then you mentioned earlier the two freshman brothers, uh, Ja'Kai and Caden Baldwin. Uh, that's that's really a young underclassman roster there. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and a lot of those guys are just getting game experience. Um, you know, um, just their first time on varsity gaining minutes. I know Jelani was on varsity last year, didn't play a lot. Um, so those guys are just learning by doing right now. Yeah, your game tonight will be on WBHF. Uh, we'll have pregame just before the 6 o'clock tip. Coach, uh, talking about those youngsters, I want to tell you a little story. Years ago, I was an assistant coach, and I was out scouting some early round region tournament games. I was down in Ackworth at North Cobb High School for a tournament, 
and Ken Ross was the coach at North Cobb in those days. He had a team that had lost uh, in the first round of the region tournament. They'd gone 0-22 on the year, and he sat down next to me in the hospitality room after the game, uh, and a local reporter sat down with us while we were having a little snack and 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 something to drink and and was going to ask him some questions and the reporter started off with well coach at least your team is young you've got everybody back next year i'll skip the profanity that came out but the coach laughed and said i don't want these back i want some that can play uh, I, I don't think you're in that situation no i, I think we have a, a number of, of good basketball players guys that that really compete uh, guys that really like to take the challenge. Um, and we're just continuing to learn how to play together, continue to learn how to play to win. So uh, playing in so many close games, uh, we've really been able to go back and just learn some lessons from those things. You close out the regular season tonight against Woodland. As we mentioned, it will be senior night. I know you've got Jackson Hale and Ethan McIntyre. Any other seniors that you want to talk about here? Yes, and, and also Norris. Um you know, just, just a great, great team guy, great teammate. And uh, I'm really looking forward to those guys just enjoying their last game. Um, you know, we want to send those guys out on a high note. Um, you know, obviously, anytime you play high school basketball, you want to be able to look back and think back on your last home game with some fond memories. So we're looking forward to that tonight. The region tournament begins Monday night at Calhoun. You're kind of locked into that four and five slot, which means regardless of how the games come out tonight, you're going to play Cartersville uh, in the region tournament on Monday night. I believe that's an 8.30 tip. Talk a little bit about those first two meetings, the loss at Cartersville in early January where uh, the league changed hands five times in the final quarter, and then you had a double-digit win at home two weeks ago. So, so Coach, because I'm not from the Bartow County area, so many people were telling me about this rivalry and how intense it was. And, you know, as a, as a former college coach, I was just thinking it's just another game. And as we got closer to it, I could tell that our guys were just focusing in more. I'm talking about the first game. And they just took this game a lot more serious than the other games. And it was apparent to me, you know, before we even got to Cartersville High School for the first game, that this was not a normal game. I mean, they've been playing against, you know, the guys at Cartersville, you know, their their whole lives in basketball since elementary school. You know, they play AAU together. You know, just the, these guys have been in backyard wars. So um, I realized once we walked in and I was on that sideline that it was not just another game. Um, that was the most intense game we've had, both games, uh, all year. And um, you know what? Monday – with an opportunity to go to the state tournament, it's going to be another intense game, you know, a, a game that really matters, you know, for bragging rights, a game that matters to, you know, move on to the state tournament. So um, it's a very, very intense rivalry. It was way, way more intense than I thought it would be. And uh, it's definitely a pleasant surprise. And I'm looking forward to uh, just to having an opportunity to make the state tournament. Coach, we've got about 30 seconds left. The matchups, Cam Callahan, Romo Pace, Luke Gamble. That's the big three for Cartersville. Tell us how you match up. Well, obviously, um, you know, those guys play really hard. They play that zone defense. Uh, they press you a little bit. They love to get up and down and score. Um, you know, having multiple guys that can shoot, dribble, and pass always presents a challenge. Um, but I, I love our team. I love the way we compete. And I think we're going to come out very, very intense with a lot on the line, you know, not only bragging rights, but an opportunity to, you know, go to the state tournament. So we're, we're going to play hard and, and hopefully play well. Big game tonight here on WBHF, Cass hosting Woodland. And then on Monday night, we'll have that Cass Cartersville playoff game. And it is a state tournament play-in game Monday night at 830. Cass and Cartersville will meet in the first round of the region tournament. Coach Byron Taylor, thank you for joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Zone. Thank you. Have a great one, guys. Yes, sir. Thank that's you, Coach. Coach. That's Coach Byron Taylor of the Cass Colonels. They take on the Woodland Wildcats tonight, and uh, we'll have the game here on WBHL. Stick around. We have more of Bartow Sports Zone coming your way. 
To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Proud sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month, Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and U.S. 41 North of Cartersville is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for help with all your landscaping needs or supplies and check out our inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, or topsoil? How about cultured or natural stone? Elite has tons of options and we deliver. Across from Racetrack just north of Cartersville on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to The Zone and Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. Glad to have you back in here with us this morning. And before we get started with Coach Burt Jackson of the Lady Colonels, we want to thank Coach Byron Taylor of the boys' basketball program out at Cass for joining us in that opening half hour. Uh, but right now, we welcome in Coach Burt Jackson. We have him on the WBHF phone line. Good morning, Coach. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you back in the zone on Bartow Sports Zone. The Lady Colonels are 20-4 and four on the year, 6-3 and three in Region 7-5A. Tuesday night's game at Blessed Trinity was an important one, but uh, it ended up being a second loss to the Titans. Coach, uh, kind of tell us what, what's been the matchup problem against Blessed Trinity this season. Well, I don't know if it's, if it's a matchup problem per se. I'd say we're pretty even. We were uh, uh, up by six at halftime, up by five going to the fourth quarter. But sometimes, you know, players have bad things. So do coaches. We It was 10 fouls to one in the third quarter against us. And, and, and that should have told me that our girls were getting tired and starting to reach. I should have changed up defenses, which I usually do. But at the same time, they only had 33 points going to the fourth quarter. So, uh, you know, hindsight's 2020, but looking back, I should have changed up defenses. So I'm taking the blame for that one. Keep in mind, Blessed Trinity beat Calhoun by 18 earlier in that same game. So that's a tough place to play. And we beat yes, Blessed it- Trinity by 22 in the Christmas tournament. So I would say, really, we're pretty even. Sure. Uh, and and the season is a long grind. The ups and downs of the season, uh, regardless of uh, who you're playing, uh, can be difficult in a long season like that. Uh, so, uh, of course, the Lady Colonels will be looking to bounce back tonight against Woodland, and we'll have that game right here on WBHF. So uh, we're looking forward to that coverage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be fun tonight senior night um these five seniors i have i can't believe uh just like yesterday they came in as upcoming ninth graders yeah I, I was assuming that tonight would be an opportunity to recognize those seniors and a lot of folks would would call this cast girls team a senior laden club you've got claire davis amaya ford haley johnson kira mcdaniel and justin bennett uh that are all seniors this this season Share with our audience a little bit about how that group of seniors have helped to carry this year's team, and then uh, take a little bit of time. We've got about uh, a couple of minutes here. Uh, some special characteristics that each of those young ladies bring to the floor. All right. Trying to go through it quickly. Uh, Justin Bennett is a great defender, rebounder, uh, and really uh, you could almost say she's our team mom. Very vocal. Uh, and and usually very positive, uh, and she has improved every year. Uh, Kiara McDaniel, hard nose, actions speak louder than words, and that's Kiara. She uh, uh, is a complete guard, defends, uh, penetrates, kicks out, can shoot the three, uh, and I just uh, think she's very underappreciated by a lot of people. Uh, Haley 
Johnson, complete player, can rebound. Uh, she she's smart, can play the pass lane. Knock down a three, very good passer. Um, I don't think she's appreciated as much as, as she should be. Uh, and then you have uh, uh, Amaya Ford, another guard that is kind of undervalued, but not by me. She can shoot the three, handle the ball, um, is a great team player, will dive on the floor, do the little things. And then Claire Davis, obviously, she'll end up being our all-time leading scorer, all-time leading rebounder, all-time leading shot blocker. So there you go. Those five seniors have really had a great run. Three out of the last four years, 20-plus win season. Two years we've gone with 16, and hopefully we can make a deeper run this year. He's Coach Burt Jackson talking about his Lady Colonels basketball team. We're going to have more from Coach Jackson and more on the cast Lady Colonels. We'll talk about tonight's matchup with Woodland and next week's tournament as they get started with postseason play. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Your insurance company may recommend a repair shop, but let First Class give you a no-obligation quote just to make sure your best interests are at the core of the repairs. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center of Cartersville, online at First Class Collision G. Hey neighbors, this is Sean again from St. Angelo's Pizza. We're cooking up some hot, delicious pizzas this month, and we'd like to bake one just for you and add a complimentary order of our legendary garlic knots for free. That's right, bring the family and have a feast all month long. Just mention this ad and tell them Sean sent it. We'll do the cooking, and you can enjoy all the other great things about St. Angelo's. The arcades, bowling, tons of bar specials, and always great service. So see us tonight, or pick up something to take home. We're located in Emerson on Altoona Road, next to Lake Point Sports. See you soon. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Glad you could join us for today's program. We have Coach Burt Jackson of the Cass High School Lady Colonels basketball program on the line with us this morning, talking about some high school basketball in our area. Coach uh, is going to enjoy the senior night festivities tonight with his five seniors we were talking about before the break, but I want to kind of take a a little detour here, Coach, and talk about the development of freshman Maya Winston this season. She's really come along. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maya Winston is, uh, you know, has a shot to be one of the greatest players to ever come through cast. She's our second leading scorer. She is first in steals. Uh, I love her energy. I love her enthusiasm. And, and I love the way she plays defense. Uh, and I love her attitude, too, because here's the truth. She's good enough to start. And she understands that, but at the same time, she understands what I'm trying to do this year. Um, and and she hasn't uh, been upset about it at all, accepted her role. But once she's in the game, she pretty much stays in the game. Uh, and the big thing is sometimes it's not who starts, it's who finishes the game. And any time the game's on the line, she's in there. Uh, if she develops a little bit more consistent outside shot, she's capable of putting up 25 a game uh, from her sophomore year on. Uh, and then I got another freshman, Tiana McDaniel, who is dynamic defensively and continues to improve. I think if she continues to develop her offensive game, you're talking about someone that can end up being a 1,000 point career score before her career's over. 
So I've got two really good freshmen. Sure. Sounds like the future is bright out there at Cass High School with the Lady Colonels. This year, only four losses all year long, but two of those came back-to-back in region play, and then the other one was, of course, Tuesday night. Two of those came at home to Calhoun and Blessed Trinity. Uh, Were were there issues in in those losses uh, that uh, came up with, Uh, you know, we we talked a little bit about Blessed Trinity, but with Calhoun. Yeah, we felt like uh, we gave up 71 to Calhoun. We probably did not defend as well we should, obviously. So the second time we played Calhoun, we held them to 43 points in regulation. Obviously, that game went into overtime, but 43 in regulation as opposed to 71 is a definite adjustment. But blessed Trinity, again, we were up 38-33 with a minute 30 to go. They shot a three. We fouled them on it. It went off the backboard and in, and then there's the momentum. And it may have been the worst game we played offensively all year. You know, looking back at Blessing Trinity this past Tuesday, the week before we had a game against Tyra, and we had a road trip to Calhoun. So I knew those two games were hard. We were able to win those games. But I didn't know if we could go on the road again Tuesday and win three in a row against those quality opponents. The other thing is, is most people don't realize, 24 of our games, 19 have been on the road. So 19 games on the road out of 24, I feel like our girls may have just been a little bit out of gas. And again, maybe that's my fault for scheduling that many road games. Coach, do you feel like Tuesday's hiccup and, and those other losses along the way uh, maybe have reset your team's focus going into tonight and, of course, the region tournament next week? Yes, I feel like we're focused. After we lost to Calhoun and Blessed Trinity, again, we won four in a row and two of those against Hiram and Calhoun. So if we win tonight, we will have won our last five out of six games. And I feel like we played well at Blessed trinity until the fourth quarter and again i take the blame for that one so yeah i think we're ready our girls know that we're capable of making a deep run this year in the state playoffs the region tournament of course uh could be a very interesting one because uh of the way the regular season has gone uh you know with your losses and of course the inner twining of the play of, of the other three top teams in the region, there's a possibility of a four-way tie going into Monday's tournament. Uh, yes, sir. If Calhoun beats West Trinity tonight, it'll be a four-way tie at 7-3. and three. As long as we take care of business against Woodland and Hiram takes care of business against Cartersville. If that occurs, then we'll go to a coin flip sometime tonight by the school's AD. Um, if Blessed Trinity wins tonight, they'll be the one seed. We'll be the two seed. Hiram will be the three seed. And even though we'll have the same record, we get the two because we swept them in the regular season. And then gotcha. Calhoun will get the four seed. Well, let's look at tonight very quickly. We've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, the Woodland girls have struggled to score. Only two wins on the year, none in region play. Uh, but tonight's game becomes critical for your team uh, because of that uh, region standing situation. No doubt about it. Our girls understand that. Woodland's got a really good player in Abigail Taylor. Um, we understand that it's a, still it's a rivalry, a county rivalry, senior night. So, you know, I don't think we'll take this lightly. We had a very good, enthusiastic practice yesterday. So uh, I think the girls are excited about the region tournament, and they know what to take. It's Sometimes it's a little hard to look past a situation like that. So what has been the message this week heading into tonight's game and the region tournament? Uh, that the, the rest of the season, all our goals start tonight. You know, obviously got to take care of business tonight. And then uh, get into the region tournament, get a little momentum going. Hope, truthfully, the goal is to win the region tournament and get the one seed in the state tournament. That way you get to host at home, 
and we feel like we can make a deep run. Very good. Coach Burt Jackson joining us this morning on Bartow Sports Sun. They will host the Woodland Wildcats tonight, a game we'll have live here on WBHF. Coach, thanks for joining us this morning. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. That's Coach Burt Jackson of the Lady Colonels. Don't forget, high school basketball coverage coming up tonight here on WBHF. We'll have pregame just before the 6 o'clock tip. Girls and boys games from out in White, Georgia. The Woodland Wildcats at the Cass Colonels. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. Hey, guys. Here at Johnny's New York Style Pizza, we understand that you have plenty of dining options. That's why we are committed to providing the best service we possibly can, maintaining a family-friendly atmosphere, and providing our customers with the freshest ingredients, including local produce and dough that's made daily. So whether you're looking for a slice, a fresh salad, a New York-style sub, or perhaps a pasta dish, Johnny's Pizza is your place. Stop by and see us. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I have Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection this morning. Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. And we hope to hear from Nick Sullivan and Brad Stevens a little later on this morning. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones financial advisor, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, All-Star Roofing, Three-Way Campers, and First Class Collision Center. And we're so glad you've joined us this morning. A quick reminder, next week, Alan Sanders will saddle up uh, to run the show in the first hour as we'll bring in the Cartersville Boys soccer coach, DJ Parody, and in that 710 to 730 segment. And then the cast soccer coach is Justin Fitzgerald of the boys and Tara Picciarelli of the girls team in the 740 to 8 o'clock segment. So we're looking forward to a soccer-centric show next week here on Bartow Sports Zone. Well, Jackson, uh, we're going to do a little bit of a wrestling update this morning. They got underway yesterday, and Bartow County's high school wrestlers uh, really are shining through one more time at the traditional state tournament action down at the Macon Centriplex. It's been a good showing for Bartow County wrestlers. Absolutely. 14 uh, Bartow County student-athletes will be wrestling for a state championship this weekend, and that's just just awesome. I, I, I'm sure we've had uh, double digits in the past, but I, I can't remember in my uh, somewhat limited memory of us having 14 wrestling for a state championship. Just completely outstanding for all 14 of those guys. Yeah, Adairsville in Class AAA with a couple of young men who will be uh, competing for state championships uh, individual state championships, Isaac Lindley in the 132-pound class and Howard Bailey in the 138-pound division. They've reached the finals in class AAA. Uh, the Tigers are sitting, I think, sixth as a team uh, headed into today's action. Jackson Owens is the other wrestler still alive for Adairsville. He's in the consolation finals, which is basically the third-place match uh, and uh, he will be competing later on today as well. So Adairsville with two finalists, that's two of the 14. And then I, I just think it's impressive that in Class 5A, Cass, Woodland, and Cartersville have a wrestler in the championship bout in 12 of the 14 divisions. Outstanding, outstanding, outstanding. is about, That's the only way you can put it. Uh, Shadre Hurst is a... A grown man. Uh, I expect him and for Cartersville to, to win that uh, heavyweight division. Uh, Cass has a really good shot in all six of their matches, as well as Woodland. Uh, and their five guys that are left, uh, there, there's a chance we could have double-digit state champions in five days. At least ten, I think, of those could, could, could win. Cass advanced six individuals to Friday's championship bouts. They'll try to... Uh, they'll have three others that are in third place uh, bouts as well. 
For Cass Lee Camp at 106, AJ Pyatt at 113, Cole Hunt at 120, Jake Kraps at 126, Tyler McKnight at 145, and his brother Zach McKnight at 170 will all wrestle for Class 5A state championships. Woodland will have five in state title bouts and one wrestling for third place. Colton Bishop is at 132. Randy Buchanan at 138, Caleb Henson at 152, Cole Cochran at 160, and Quadris Wilson at 220. They're all in state championship bouts for the Wildcats. So we're looking forward to having that information head our way. If you're looking at the team standings in Class 5A, Cass is leading the team race heading into the uh, Constellation and Championship bouts. They have 157 and a half points. Woodland is in second place at 141 and a half. And then they're followed by Ola at 140, Woodward Academy at 124, Veterans at 69, and Walnut Grove at 68. That rounds out the top six teams in Class 5A. Back to Adairsville's classification. Gilmer leads with 168 points. Rockmart has 154. They're in second. Sonoraville is third at 146 and a half. Then it goes Oconee County, North Hall, and Adairsville, uh, about 100 points behind the first-place team. Basketball, real quickly, Adairsville, as girls have now lost 10 straight region games. They're currently eighth in their region. They host North Murray tonight. Woodland at 2-21 and 21 will be at Cass. They'll play the number three seed. They'll be the sixth seed in the region 7-5A tournament. They'll play the three seed uh, once that tournament begins. We won't know who that is until all these tiebreakers work out. They play at Cass tonight. We'll have that game here on WBHF. Cartersville is at 4-12 and 12 on the year. They'll be the five-seed Monday in the region tournament uh, and will play the four-seed, whoever that ends up being out of those top four. And then the Cass girls at 20-4, and 6-3. and three. Uh, They lost their third region game at Blessed Trinity Tuesday night. They're hosting Woodland tonight, as we mentioned. Uh, the region could end up in a four-way tie if a certain scenario plays out tonight. Calhoun beats Blessed Trinity. Hiram beats Cardswell. Cass beats Woodland. If that happens, all four of those girls' teams would finish 7-3 and three in their 10 region games, and they'll go to a coin toss tiebreaker for the top four seeds. If Blessed Trinity beats Calhoun tonight in girls' action uh, and the other two favorites win, then we'll have Blessed Trinity as the one seed. Cass at two by virtue of a sweep of Hiram. Hiram will be number three, and Calhoun will be number four. So that's a look at wrestling across Bartow County as we head to the finals in AAA and 5A today and tonight, and girls basketball uh, coming up this weekend and next week in the region tournaments. We'll talk about boys basketball and more when we come back to Bartow Sports Zone. Hey neighbors, this is Sean again from St. Angelo's Pizza. We're cooking up some hot, delicious pizzas this month, and we'd like to bake one just for you and add a complimentary order of our legendary garlic knots for free. That's right, bring the family and have a feast all month long. Just mention this ad and tell them Sean sent it. We'll do the cooking, and you can enjoy all the other great things about St. Angelo's. The arcades, bowling, tons of bar specials, and always great service. So see us tonight, or pick up something to take home. We're located in Emerson on Alatoona Road, next to Lake Point Sports. See you soon. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is a perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue, downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue brings and families together one backyard at a time. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Mike Garcia and Alan Sanders in the WBHF studios. I'm on the Zoom connection along with Jackson Hyde, and now we're joined by Nick Sullivan. Nick, uh, before that break, we were talking about high school girls basketball in the area. Uh, possibility of Cass, uh, Cass, Blessed Trinity, Hiram, and uh, who's the fourth team? Uh, Calhoun. All finishing in a four-way tie in Region 7-5A. I don't know that I've ever seen that happen, especially in a in a six-team region. Yeah, it's. Uh, I I would go on record as probably saying that that is the most balanced. Uh, you know, four teams that will you know probably make the playoffs um, out of any any region. The the one seed, um, you know, based on the region tournament, will probably be just as good as the four seed. Um, as has been proven throughout the season, it's uh, it's going to be a fascinating tournament when they get all uh, into Calhoun uh, next week. Looking forward to that. Uh, that action will begin Monday at uh, Calhoun High School. We'll have coverage of some of that tournament for you here on WBHF. Let's switch over now to boys basketball, where Excel Christian Academy wrapped up their regular season. This past Tuesday, with a win at Mount Perrin Christian, the Eagles are going to be the number five seed in the six-team league. They'll have a play-in game for their region tournament on Tuesday night. The site, last I checked, still had not been determined. It'll be decided uh, by some action that takes place tonight. The Excel Christian Academy Eagles, 11-13 and 13 on the year, 2-8 and eight in Region 7A Private. Looking at Adairsville, they're 13 and 10 on the year, nine and six in region play. They're currently hanging on to that third place position. They lost to Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe Tuesday night at home, but that's one of the leaders in region six AAA. They need a win tonight uh, as they host North Murray to lock up that three seed. And of course, a three seed Jackson would mean that they receive a bye from all those early play-in games and will only need one win to advance to the state tournament. Yes, yeah, a huge, huge game for them guys uh, with, with North Murray. That's a, it'd be a big win to get that win. They got a really good chance of, of advancing to the state tournament, which would be a, a, a huge accomplishment for those guys. I know they started early, really hot, uh, kind of uh, let up a little bit there in the mid, midseason. Hopefully they can get back in stride here and make a run. Should have a good shot tonight. North Murray, one of the uh, top, top – teams at the bottom of the region six triple a standings but uh, it is high school basketball and in fact the mountaineers did beat the adairsville tigers up in chatsworth earlier this season woodland is five and 17 on the year they're still looking for their first region win at zero and nine they're at cast tonight we know that they will play the three seed blessed trinity in the first round of the region seven five a tournament monday at calhoun so for woodland uh, Nick, we'll turn back to you again. Uh, tough matchup tonight at Cass for the Wildcats. And then, of course, that'll be a very tough matchup with Blessed Trinity, who has a lot of size. Yeah, um, obviously uh, winning tonight doesn't necessarily improve Woodland's standing next week, but it at least give them you know, some positive moments if they were able to do so. Um, but, but, yeah, the whole season it's looked like there's been a, been a top three there in the, in the boys' standings that – um, it was always going to be a tough draw for whoever got the sixth seed. And unfortunately for Woodland, they're the, they're the unlucky ones who are going to have to uh, really uh, pull off a, a big upset to, to make it to the state tournament. The beauty of region play in a six-team region, you only need one win at the region tournament to advance to the state tournament. So an opportunity there for the Wildcats. Beginning tonight with the coverage we'll have here on WBHF, they'll take on the Cass Colonels in a regular season finale, and then they'll have a one-game shot to try to reach the state tournament, even though they're yet to win a region game. Cass is 8-15 and 15 on the year, 2-7 and seven in region play. They lost at Blessed Trinity Tuesday night. We had a chance to visit with Coach Byron Taylor earlier this morning. Uh, they host Woodland tonight to close out the regular season. The Colonels will either finish in the 4 or 5 spot, so we know they'll face Cartersville Monday night in Calhoun in what is essentially a play-in game for the state tournament. The winner can do no worse than a four-seed in the state playoffs. The loser will have their season come to an end. 
And, of course, Cartersville tonight, currently fourth in the region at 10 and 11, three and six in region play. They lost to Calhoun Tuesday. They host Hiram tonight. So uh, a, a, a game that could uh, see if all the favorites win tonight, we could see Cass and Cartersville tie for that four and five spot. But, Jackson, we know they will go head-to-head on Monday. Yeah, it's kind of fitting, Charles, that those two teams who played uh, – uh, as, as far as the Cass's schedule and Carswell's schedule, probably the two most entertaining games each team have played have been uh, both with a win at home in, in that series. So it's kind of fitting that it comes down to those two again uh, on Monday night to see who can advance to the state tournament. Uh, looking forward to that game for sure. Soccer and tennis seasons have started at each of our local high schools, and baseball opens up next week. Uh, we've already had some baseball formal scrimmages already. Track and field and golf are just around the corner. So we hope that you'll stay tuned to our Bartow Sports Zone podcast, this radio show, and visit BartowSportsZone.com for all of the latest updates. I want to save our NBA segment for uh, hopefully when Brad can join us, but We'll touch on very quickly and bring Mike Garcia into the conversation here. Major League Baseball's lockout now seems uh, destined to delay the start of spring training. No real steps forward of late. Uh, The two sides are still apparently pretty far apart. Uh, The last stoppage was in 1994 and 1995 when there was no World Series in 94, and it led to a shortened 1995 season. Five or six big issues here, Mike. The minimum salary for the younger players, when arbitration can begin, the luxury tax or what they're calling the competitive balance tax, the lottery draft, playoff expansion, and then service time manipulation. All of those have been big topics with Major League Baseball and the Players Association and the owners still seem to be pretty far apart. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm still semi-optimistic, uh, which is rare for me. But um, the, the big difference with 94 uh, compared to today is 94, it was a player strike. Here is an owner's lockout. So this is something where uh, they're, they're uh, going to meet again on Saturday because I believe next week is when – Pretty much all the players, not just pitchers and catchers, but I think everyone was supposed to report to spring training next week. And with the first spring training game scheduled, I think February 26th, somewhere around there. So if it doesn't happen this upcoming Saturday, actually that's tomorrow, I forget what day it is, um, then there there may be some issues, but uh, I'm, I'm still... Uh, I'm still holding out hope, but of all the issues you mentioned, Charles, the the big one is is the the uh, service time because it's obvious that uh, there are players that are more than ready to hit the big leagues that are held back uh, just because they don't want to start the the clock on that. So, I, I, to me, that's a, the the bigger issue of all. Of them. And I know, uh, as a traditionalist, Mike, uh, you're probably not a big fan of playoff expansion. The MLB wants to expand it to 14 teams, and the players, surprisingly, just want 12, and that has to do a lot with uh, how the lottery draft would play out. Yeah, I, I, I'm done with the expansion. No more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a lot more to talk about on Bartow's Sports Zone. We've got uh, some NBA discussion ahead of us, along with the Winter Olympics. We'll take a look at that some college basketball, and then, of course, there's a pretty big football game coming up on Sunday night, Super Bowl 56. We'll talk about each of those items, hopefully, when we come back to Bartow Sports Zone. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We welcome you into the show one more time. And uh, Jackson, I'll I'll turn to you first. We uh, we're kind of holding off on an NBA segment because we wanted the always uh, NBA centric Brad Stevens to jump in here. But uh, uh, I know we had a little bit of an overnight fire in the news, and that was out in his neighborhood. Yeah, that could be uh, could be why we don't 
haven't heard from Brad this morning. I, ho- I hope that's what it is. I hope everybody's okay in that situation. Yeah, let's uh, quickly touch on the NBA power rankings by The Athletic uh, produced this week. The top contenders, the Phoenix Suns, the Golden State Warriors, Milwaukee Bucks over in the Eastern Conference, the Memphis Grizzlies, and then back to the East again with the Miami Heat. That's your top five. And then the Atlanta Hawks currently sit at number 16 in the 30-team power rankings. It was interesting with the trade deadline rolling through this week. Uh, The Hawks, who had already moved Cam Reddish earlier in the season, there were some Ben Simmons trade rumors, some John Collins trade rumors with the Hawks, and ultimately they just really didn't make a move at all. So uh, we'll see how the Hawks' season plays out. And I know we were talking during the commercial break They've kind of been up and down this season, more so than last year, but they're basically at about the same record they were a year ago when they made a huge surge down the stretch. I think they're only three games behind where they were at this point in the season. I want to look at the Winter Olympics. The early feedback on NBC's coverage of the Beijing Winter Olympics has been very poor television rank, uh, ratings. And, Alan Sanders, I want to I want to turn to you here bring you into the conversation. According to Sports Media Watch, the TV ratings are down 47% from four years ago, and Sports Illustrated reported yesterday that the games are on track for the lowest-rated Winter Olympics in American television history. Any idea for the reason of the dive? Well, it could very well be that the issues that we're dealing with, not only economically but also on the world stage uh, with China, uh, I'm sure plays a huge factor in that. I know for for my my household, we haven't watched one second of it. Uh, calling them the Beijing Games and uh, you know the the Communist you know, Olympics. You know whether your politics want to get involved or not. We've had a two year pandemic. We've watched where it's come from and lack of support or uh, information from China in trying to get to the bottom of it. They've obfuscated. They're obviously known for their high tech espionage, stealing so many assets from Western countries. It's just a bad partner. To be suddenly with, and then you add you add to it all the dollars that are flowing from China into so many areas of sports and entertainment, where you feel like entertainers and sports figures are having to sort of maybe wink, wink, praise China because they don't want to say anything negative because of the money flowing. It's just not a really good situation politically for a sports event. The medal count uh, as of my bedtime last night around midnight: Norway, Germany. Sweden, Austria, and the USA, surprisingly, in that top five in the medal count uh, as it moves forward again today. Uh, Brad Stevens has been able to join us before we uh, let uh, get completely away from our basketball talk. I was trying to save that NBA segment for you, Brad. First of all, everybody okay out in your neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're I'm good. Uh, everybody's good here. Um, I don't know about down the road, but uh, we we sure hope and pray that they are. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm sorry. It's been, been a busy morning. I'm on my phone, so <laughs> a little bit different. But, um, yeah, I know you are saving basketball for me, and I've been pretty excited about how the Hawks uh, have done, you know, toward this All-Star break because I was really worried about them. We were on the outside looking in big time. Uh, I was kind of surprised the trade deadline came and went. Nothing happened, but uh, they seem to believe in this lineup. They've had a really good last three weeks. Uh, Trey Young's doing Trey Young things. I'm personally happy that John Collins is not gone. Uh, I really like Okongwu and while he how he's come up around uh, this season. Uh, I'm just really excited about him and Capella and the way that they're they're taking care of the paint right now. I think they're in a position to make a good run and get back into that maybe fifth or sixth spot by the time the playoffs start. That's what you can hope for. Yeah, Brad, uh, before you jumped in here with us, I had mentioned really the Hawks are only three games off the pace they were on last year before the big surge. Yeah, we're in the 10th right now, which, you know, that doesn't mean you're out of it like you used to be. You know, you, you, you could get a play-in game if it ended today, but uh, you don't really want to be there. You want to be where they were last year, and you want to peak at the right time. Uh, you know, we peaked at the wrong time. And now I think we can peak toward the end of the season. We get some guys some rest and uh, keep, them, uh, keep them injury-free, and I think we'll be all right. That's a look at the NBA's power rankings. When we come back, we're going to talk a little Super Bowl 56. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow's Sports Zone. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We have Super Bowl 56 coming up Sunday night at 6.30. Here's a good question for you. Who's the home team in this game? Who wants to venture a guess on our panel? Who's the home team Sunday night? Yeah, I would say Cincinnati. That would just be irony. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. The Los Angeles Rams are playing in their home SoFi Stadium. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cincinnati Bengals. The game will be on NBC. Here's the quirk that I'm referring to. The Bengals are the designated home team by the NFL. And uh, why would that matter? Well, the Bengals get to choose whether they wear their orange or their white jersey, and the Rams will have to wear the opposite color, obviously. And then as the designated visiting team, even though they're playing in their own stadium, the Rams will actually call the coin toss. So a little bit of an interesting quirk there. After 54 Super Bowls without a team playing the game in its own stadium, we've now had it to happen two years in a row with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing in their home stadium a year ago, and now the Rams playing in their home stadium in Los Angeles. The Rams traded for Matthew Stafford last offseason. He went the first 12 years of his career without winning a playoff game, and now they're one win away from lifting the Lombardi Trophy, and I'll go to Brad Stevens first because Matthew Stafford is uh, probably dear to his heart still. Oh, he is. Um, I'm pulling for him so hard. And Sony Michelle and Leonard Floyd, all the dogs on that team. But Stafford, of course, the most because of all he went through in Detroit, you know, the place where careers go to die. Sorry, Alan. And, uh, you know, <laughs> has so much I'm talent. I'm not disagreeing. They, I said that on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. They're just, it's just an awful situation up there. And I hate that he got drafted by him. I hated Swift is on that team. I wish they'd all get out. But he's got a good shot now. He's got a good team around him. Got a real exciting young coach in McVay. Uh, who's you know, also has Georgia ties. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I feel like they should win this game. But, uh, you know, Joe Burrow, you can't count that dude out of anything. He's the he's the quintessential winner right now. So they're going to have their hands full. But I sure hope to see Stafford get this because I know his chances are getting a few and far between because he's been in the league for about 12 years or 13 years. So that's a long time for a quarterback. You mentioned Coach Sean McVay hired at age 30 in 2017. He's now 61 and 29. He's never had a losing season. He's made the playoffs four times, and now he's in his second Super Bowl. And as a side note, as you kind of alluded to there, Brad, as a high school player, he led Marist to a state championship in 2003 as a quarterback and was selected the class 4A offensive player of the year over a future NFL Hall of Famer. Does anybody know who that was? Obviously, that was uh, Calvin Johnson, and he got hosed in that voting. I know uh, he was by far the better player that year. <laughs> the Georgia Tech fan comes through. That's absolutely right. It was Calvin Johnson, uh, who was also a senior that season at Sandy Creek. Uh, most of the experts have outlined significant advantages for uh, each of the sides in this particular team. It uh, looks like uh, maybe the Rams have a lot of the advantages on paper. Nick, let's bring you back in here. Uh, is this a possible one-sided Super Bowl? I think so. I, I feel like the Bengals are still maybe a year or two away from from really being able to to be one of the top teams. They, they've made a great run, obviously, but I, I still feel like Zach Taylor might be uh, not not the right person for the job. I feel like he's kind of riding the coattails of, of uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and some of these guys. Um, McVay's been here once before, obviously played in the Super Bowl down in Atlanta. And uh, I think the, the big difference is going to be the Rams' defensive line against the Bengals' offensive line. The, the Bengals uh, really struggled uh, against the Titans uh, up front, and I feel like Aaron Donald and company are going to have a field day uh, on Sunday. Yeah, Mike Garcia, the Rams have kind of been built for the here and now. That's a team that's kind of been put together, and it feels like their time is right now. The Bengals – may have gotten here a little ahead of schedule would you say oh yeah agreed uh i you know i've been riding the bengal's uh, gravy train uh, throughout the entire playoffs but i ran out of gravy so uh, <laughs> uh i i think uh, you know i think it's going to be a, a, a closer than people think 
uh, only because I, I look at it from the from the Vegas side of things. And uh, the uh, the Bengals this year have, have played nine games against playoff teams, and if they've been four and a half point underdogs in each of those nine games, they would have gone nine and zero against the spread. So it might be a close game, but uh, I, I I think that uh, you're going to see a, a Rams victory, and partly because if you look at who the Bengals have faced, they've had the easiest schedule of opposing pass defenses and the second easiest schedule of opposing rush defenses. So by far, the Rams are going to be the toughest defense that they've faced all year, and uh, if uh, they're Starting tight end is not healthy. It's going to be rough, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it close. Jackson, we're headed into the final moment of today's show. I know you've got a take on how this will play out. Uh, I'm kind of on par with everyone else. I think the Rams on paper are definitely the, the better football team. But as Brad alluded to, Joe Burrow just doesn't lose big games. He's proven – and from college all the way through, he's been on the road in the playoffs all all three games, and has come through. I, I think it's going to be close. You know, Rams. You mentioned they're kind of the home team as far as in their building, and it's still just a four and a half point spread, which that's usually a three point swing right there. Uh, Rams are getting to sleep in their own beds, and the Bengals are in a hotel. Everything's lined up against them, but uh, I think it comes down to the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be a close game. Alan, we'll squeeze you in here with your own pick. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams, and I do think it's going to be more of a of a wider uh, margin of victory. I'm going to pick the Rams by two scores at least. All right, there you have it. The Bartow Sports Zone team has spoken. We'll see how it plays out on Sunday night. Thanks for joining us this week for Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson for Jackson Hyde, Nick Sullivan, Brad Stevens, Mike Garcia, and Alan Sanders. We'll see you next week on Bartow Sports Zone.